ladies, you are listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Did you know that four out of five women struggle with confidence and knowing who they are? This show is dedicated to helping women lead their lives with fearless confidence and to know how amazing they truly are. In the show, you will hear from women who are emerging fearlessly, who have overcome many obstacles to pursue their dreams and passions, and they will inspire you and encourage you to stand up, step out, and speak up. Be your authentic self and bring your true gifts to the world. My name is Janelle Anderson, and I am your host. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a great review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. This is Janelle Anderson, and I'm excited to welcome on to the show today a new friend of mine, and she is also a coach. So her name is Wendy Hatton, and Wendy is uh, a Navy veteran. She was actually named Woman of the Year in 2015, 2016. That's pretty cool. My dad was a Navy man, Navy in career, career Navy. Yeah. She received the Honorarium VIP member by the National Association of Professional Women. That's so cool. And she was featured in the fall 2015 issue of the Women of Distinction magazine. And Wendy's a business growth coach, and she's also a LinkedIn specialist, which I want to chat about today because that's something I need to know more about. But she helps entrepreneurs build lucrative businesses and cultivate powerful collaborations. And that's huge. And she uses a proprietary method that she calls Max Leads Formula and Compassionate Selling Method so that entrepreneurs can increase their leads and up-level their sales. So very cool. And she's also a professional clarinetist. Yes. And I know we talked, chatted a little bit about our interest in music and how, you know, that really is a great stress reliever and creative outlet. Mm -hmm. uh, so welcome to the show, Wendy. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Jill. Have, thanks for having me. It's great. Great yeah. to be here. Super fun. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't actually in the Navy band. That's what I was doing before I started coaching. Um, so after when I retired, I you know knew that I had to keep making some kind of income. And so I decided to start a studio of clarinet students and they so they would come in take lessons or I would go to a school and teach lessons and so you know as I was doing that for a few years I was thinking you know this is fine but I don't know if I really want to do this for the rest of my life right. and that's when that's when I discovered coaching and it was actually health coaching um, I had recently lost a lot of weight and so I thought oh maybe I could help people um, lose weight so for a couple of years I was doing that I was helping um, people we would get groups together and the accountability and all the inspiration and everything helped them lose weight um, but then you know in the process I had I had two other uh, health coach friends and we decided the three of us to start actually a podcast radio show like oh. the blog cost radio blog talk radio yeah and it's called sky's the limit radio so um we did that for five years and in the process of interviewing coaches of all different niches um 
we, I got to be friends with a few of them and I just kind of got a common comment back from them saying that, you know, they wish that they could get more clients. They have this great um, service. They can really provide a lot and help people change their lives, but they're just not getting the, the, mm-hmm. the clients. So that's when I said, I think I'm going to go and learn how to help these people and, you know, take some sales and marketing courses and everything. And so that's how I got to this point right now. So I have expanded to more than just coaches, but yeah, that's how I got to this place um, from uh, coaching from health to the business coaching. Nice. Okay. Well, that's a nice Mm -hmm. transition. Nice uh, shift there. Um, And, and I think that's, really cool thing to think about for women entrepreneurs to know that. And I, the same thing with me, you know, like you get on the road and you start down a road, but at some point you start to find that you really want to go more in a different direction and that's okay. I think a lot of times people are afraid to launch a business and get really clear on what they want to do the business around, especially coaching, because they Mm -hmm. think, Oh, this is it. I'm going to get stuck in this niche or this, path that I'm on forever, but you can actually change and, um, shift and go with what you feel, you know, is the, is the direction for you, you know, and that's really cool. I think. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely for sure. So, um, what's the main, what was the main reason? So the main reason for you was that you just saw these women like really needing help with their business. Right. And they were just, it, just doing that, um, the radio show, it helped me learn about coaching in general and how amazing it is for people to um, change their lives through coaching. And so I wanted, I really wanted to help them um, spread the, share their message and get the word out for them so that they could have more exposure, but then they could have more exposure, but then let's say they get s- possible people to hire them and then they go, I don't know. Now I have to go do the selling part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they get stuck with that. <laughs> Boy, that's so. a big one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, sure. and having having those conversations and how do you talk to people in a way that doesn't feel pushy and salesy? How do you, you know, as women, we want to nurture the relationship. We want to have mm-hmm. authentic conversations and show up in service. And it's hard to build that skill to actually close the sale when you need to, you know, or, uh, that's true. That's, <laughs> do the marketing. that's, that's a big roadblock <laughs> for yeah. sure. That's, that's where my compassionate selling method comes from. So nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, well, actually the word selling is an acronym and it also I have an acronym for sales as well. So those two words are not the, friendliest or nicest for yes. just in general. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so these, this, these two acronyms really change the way they, uh, they mean to, to a person. So, so selling, so that, that, that uh, S E L L I N G is support, educate, love, lean in, inspire, nurture, and guide. Mm, so nice. there are, yeah, so there, you know, you can always um, think of those things. Like I have my clients just think of those words when they're thinking of the word selling and then just kind of implement, like think about it before they go to bed, just think of those words, think of what they mean to them. 
um, and then um, wake up in the morning and think, think of those words again. And then there's also another one for sales, which is uh, serve, appreciate, listen every step. So that's mm -hmm. that's where sales comes from. S A L E S. Oh, I love so it. Yeah. So it's kind of a mindset trick or change thinking about those words since we're in business so we have to sell and we have to be in the sales mode so if you could just think of those words then it would be much you'll just think of those before you have to speak to someone or before you have to do a little sales call mm -hmm. um, just think of those words and it'll help you get through the conversation a lot easier better yeah, that's excellent i think you could use those words to create your approach, you know, and even like what you're going to say, plan what you're going to say, if you are thinking about it as um, serving as, um, you know, the listening and leaning in, like you said, inspiring, like if you're thinking of those words, mm -hmm. before a call, you're going to show up in this different space, then instead of like trying to convince somebody to buy from you, you're showing up like I want to, I want to inspire this person. Mm -hmm. you know, I want to love them. I want to listen to them and find out what they need and where they're coming from. And that's mm -hmm. a whole different approach. And people really feel that when they're talking to somebody that's approaching them that way, they don't feel being sold to, they feel like they're really listened to. Right. Um, and then the whole, the love piece that could, you can be, you love the whole process going that you're going through. You love what they are contributing to the world. And so just that whole mindset just gives you takes you away from the icky yeah. manipulative feeling for yeah. sure yeah and then the whole process is so much easier and not so scary mm -hmm. and you'll for find sure. you know you find yourself approaching more people which will help your business grow <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> excellent well what are the first steps that you teach your clients to get started so they can get results well, when I teach them uh, about the collaboration um, process, the very first thing that someone needs to do is to um, what I call it's engaged appreciation. And so what that means is they have them make a list of, say, 10 to 20 people, not necessarily um, a potential partners, but just anyone in their life that they genuinely appreciate and admire and respect. And you make a list of them. And I'm sure everyone has a list of those people. But the thing that we don't do is actually reach out to that person and tell them, tell them that you appreciate them and why, why it is. So um, it's, a, it's a really um, powerful exercise because you know, once you just think of the people and then you just write a, a real genuine, authentic, note to them a couple sentences or more um i really appreciate you because you did this for me and it did so much for me or whatever um and you send that to this person they are going to read it and respond back to you with appreciation as well so that's what makes it so powerful because that you're actually training them to respond back to you like some people may not respond but they they might they'll read it and they'll, they'll go wow that's really nice of them to say that. I had no idea that she thought that about me. Um, so that's kind of the first step that I, that I have, them, have them do. And then after that, I have them make another list of people who they know in their industry, who they really appreciate, maybe a mentor or maybe a potential client or, so, or a client, just making a list of all of those people and doing the same thing. So that way you are, your reputation, is, it's gonna turn into 
something that's really good and powerful. And one sentence that you want to learn to say to your potential partners and just really um, anyone would be, how can I support you? Yes. So that's a great uh, sentence to say because you're not thinking about yourself, you're thinking about them. And so, and so you get real uh, great responses and people rem remember you because not everyone does that for sure. Yeah, I always say, well, my mentor says, I'm not in the business of convincing people to buy from me. I'm in the business of serving them. You know, I'm in the business of inviting them if mm -hmm. they want to, to take part in my program or whatever. So it's more of an invitation. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and another thing I like to teach is, you know, how the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yes. Well, I turn it around to what I've heard. I heard about recently the platinum rule which kind of turns it around it's like do unto others as they would want you want to be done for them because a lot of times people don't want the same thing that you do so you find out about the person you get to know them start a relationship and then you know what they want and how they want to be treated and so that that's how that works that's perfect <laughs> sure. yeah being curious about them and Mm -hmm. yourself in their shoes and then how can I support them and offer them hell yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. that's a nice yeah. way to go for sure excellent excellent so um I just thought it'd be cool to talk a little bit about coaching itself it's not something I talk about a lot and since I have a coach with me tonight today on this episode <laughs> um mm -hmm. I was curious to hear from you, like, what do you feel like are the most powerful aspects of coaching? What have you found to really help people? My idea of coaching now is coaching and then with some consult teaching, consulting kind of type thing. But the coaching side of it is is empowering because you are helping the person bring out their their strengths, just because some people may not realize what their strengths are or what they're com compassionate about or passionate about. So by asking questions helps them bring these things out to them and helps them, helps empower them to do what it is that they really want to do in their life for, for whatever it is. Like if you're coaching uh, moms with, with uh, kids that are disruptive and things like that, you ask them a bunch of questions like, what do they, this is what's happening now, but what do you want to have happen? Um, like in six months, like how, how would you like your, your son to be acting in six months? And so you, you set a goal, you start at the beginning and set a goal for what they want, like in six months or a year. And then you, you break it up into like six month increments or quarterly increments. That's always a good time frame to to reach your goals is like every quarter figure out what you want to accomplish so basically from what i'm thinking as far as coaching is to keep people on track first first get their goal goals straight then decide what they want to do in order to reach the goals break it up into different time frames smaller time frames and then just keep them on track just keep them reminding them that they're, this is what you're going to be doing. So this is what you want. So let's keep, keep going that direction. Cause so many people can just fall off. <laughs> they can make all these plans, um, goals and plans, and then life happens. And so yeah. they stop doing it or get off track. So that's mainly what I feel like coaching is all about just keeping people on track on the goals that they want 
basically, and then teaching through the through the uh, process as you, you know, you've got expertise and knowledge, so you can help them by sharing your knowledge with them as well. Right. And I think, you know, the piece of keeping them on track and helping them set the goals and keeping them on track is huge because, like you said, most of us don't stick to it if we don't have that accountability and if we don't have that person kind of you know, holding us accountable to it and helping us to set goals that are achievable mm-hmm. and then helping us to figure out why we didn't, if we didn't reach the goal, what got in our way and how can we make a better goal? Like all of that, people don't usually do that on their own. They'll set a goal and then something happens, they get distracted right. or off in some way. And, and then they feel like a failure because they didn't do the, they didn't achieve the goal. That's true. So many people, you know, in the celebrity world could use coaching. Yeah, a lot of them do have coaches. There are a few that I think could use. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I always say everybody should have a coach because yeah. there's something really powerful about, about having that person in your corner that's there just to focus on you. They're not there to get in the story with you or mm-hmm. to, turn it around to themselves. Like they're totally focused on you and listening to you. And like you said, like helping you discover things about yourself that you don't normally would, you wouldn't normally see. And uh, Mm -hmm. then, and then keeping you on track towards your goals. And, you know, there are things like with my coach that she had brought out that I was like, Oh, I hadn't thought about that, that I need to do that. Like, you know, because like you said, she has this expertise and is able to draw out of me all kinds of things that I didn't know were there or I didn't have them like organized, you know, I'm all over the place or I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do next. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, definitely. I hope to one day be able to like have like a business where there's a a part of it that helps even people who can't really afford coaching. So, um, you know, the underserved, the people who really want to achieve things and could really use a coach, but just can't afford it. I'm, I'm thinking of putting together something like a nonprofit or something like that, that will help those people as well. That would be awesome. That's one of my dreams to do. <laughs> for yes, sure. I would love to also have that place of giving back and, and really helping give that, that hand, that step up, you know, so people can, um, have that guide and that help yeah right um also musician like performing artists i want to help as well especially now <laughs> especially now oh, it's yeah. been such a struggle with the pandemic and everything <laughs> oh, yeah because sure. there's nothing going on oh i know oh my mm-hmm. gosh let's talk a little bit about the collaboration piece of a business because in my in my uh, coaching and in my course, my program, we talk a lot about getting visible and getting yourself out there, right? And I, I work with women entrepreneurs and, and that's a big thing for a lot of women. They don't want to get out there, you know? <laughs> and right. so, so big, such a big part of it is, you know, getting out there where your clients can find you, right? And and know that you're there. And a part of that is is this whole world of collaboration. That's a huge way to get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about that and how you help people collaborate. Well, uh, so the uh, the max for, uh, max lead formula that's what that is related to, and the leads that's a, an a, uh, an acronym as well. So the L in the word lead stands for leverage your caps. Now caps is also a an acronym acronym, 
and C. See, I like acronyms. <laughs> I, <can tell. laughs> um, I have a few too. <laughs> so C stands for clarity. So, so if you're not clear as far as what problem that you helps people solve, um, and also who you help people with if you're not clear on those two things then your collaboration partners aren't going to be clear either and they're not going to know who to if if you're a good fit for them or if anyone that they know could you could help so a clarity is a really big thing um, and then the a in caps is authority platform so you know like create some type of platform that is that you can be put in front of your um, audience. So you can be known as the expert and they can ask you questions. You can answer them and they can communicate with each other, that kind of, so Facebook groups are, are a great way to, to do that. Um, of course, going on podcasts, that's another <laughs> way to build your, and being of course a, a podcast host like you, um, that's another way of having an authority platform. Um, so then the P in the word caps is um, the person of influence. So what that means is a person, a person who has the same audience or connections or network that you do, but they offer different, different services. They have different services that complement yours. Um, so like if you're a health coach and you help people lose weight, maybe you would want to have a POI that's a person of influence um, who is someone who has who sells supplements or some other kind of health offering that you can collaborate with as well. Um, and then um, after that is the, the S in the word caps is similarity. So the meaning um, you should be able to be like-minded with each other, the, the person, it's your, your relationship lasts much longer and it's much more enjoyable if you have people who are have similar values, similar goals, simple, similar attributes, um, you're on the same page. Because if you, if you connect with somebody who's not on the same page and you just can't agree on things, it's just not as enjoyable. It wastes a lot of time and energy. So there's a way to do that is you get together for a little interview and you ask them these, these questions. And actually they're, they're kind of like coaching questions. So if you're not a coach, you'll be turning into, <laughs> into wondering. So <laughs> basically you're asking them what their goals are. And so by the end of the end of the little interview, you can call it connection call or something. Um, you will know each other. You'll be able to relate to each other. The other person will have been able to open up to you because you ask these open-ended questions to them. And so it's a good way to determine and identify your the best collaboration partners that you could possibly have. Just the caps itself is like a whole thing. Like that is huge. I, I found myself um, spending a lot of time talking to people that are not a good match for me or not, not marketing to the same audience as me. And you're right. Like if you know that ahead of time and you, you have a strategy with your collaboration, who you're going to collaborate with to, to leverage that, like that, that piece right there, the L with the caps is like a course. <laughs> it is. A, yeah, it is like a course in itself for sure. Yeah, and that's only, that's only L out of the word leads. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So, so just to reiterate, you know, the L is leveraging the relationships and the caps is what we'll see again. Yeah, le Leverage. Yeah. Leverage your caps. So C is clarity. And then clarity, right? the authentic A is authentic platform or not authentic um, authority platform. Okay. Um, okay. The P is 
a person of influence, the person who has the audience that you have as well. And then the S is the similarities, like the values and the, yeah. So love it. <laughs> so you guys could write that out and like use that as your guide as you're meeting with right possible. Okay. It's like a cool. framework, framework it. for collaborating. Yeah. And then the E in yeah. the word leads is um, for engage. So for building relationships, you're not really supposed to like just sit back and wait for people to come to you. Like you're supposed to actively. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's where the piece, um, you know, when making a list of people they want to appreciate, that's where that comes in too. Um, so right. engagement. So A is um, the A means the oh assets and opportunities. So um, it's great to have an asset. So like I was talking about, the the authority platform falls into that. I have a list of fifteen different types of um, assets. And they can either be assets or they can be opportunities. Like you're, what you have, you're a, a podcast host. So that's your asset. And this is my opportunity. So you can turn, you know, them into either one or the other type of thing. Right. Uh, another one is like co-authoring a book maybe, or c contributing to a book. So there, there are lots of different um, opportunities or assets you can set up. So that's the A. And then D is developed relationships. And that's the, the um, interview thing um, that I was talking about, where you would interview the people. Um, that's developer relations, uh, relationships. And then S is scaling up. So that's if you want to create like several collaboration partners. And then just um, even have a little team of people that you want to collaborate with or have a team of people who can just refer people. You can do reciprocal referral partner um, back and forth, or you can do like a, a one project with several different collaboration partners. So it's the potential is great to be able to scale up with collaboration. And that's the whole leads. Wow. That's fantastic. Wow. So yeah, I mean, collaboration, there's a lot to it, a lot more than I ever dreamed. <laughs> but potential, like you said, is huge for getting yourself out there in a big way w without having to buy a bunch of ads. You, you create these relationships with the right people and then you're promoting each other and, and you can um, even do affiliate referral fees and make uh, some money referring other people and they refer you. Mm -hmm. and it just puts you in front of your target market more directly. It's huge potential there of growing and scaling and expanding. Oh, definitely. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> it takes time to do. It does take time. You're developing these relationships mm -hmm. and you're finding them. And it also, like your method, you know, obviously you've shown like it takes some strategy to do. Correct. Yeah. So you don't have to buy any ads or anything like that. It's all relationships. And I also have um, have people set up a, a database of potential collaboration partners or referral partners. So you just make a list of people that you know, and then as you meet more people, you add more and more and uh, 100 is the goal. Mm -hmm. And so it's a running list. So let's say you talk to one person and didn't really work out. So you take that person out, put someone else right. in. So you just keep that running like pipeline of potential partners yes, and you're so. reminding me that i started that list and i have not been keeping up with it <laughs> that's where i need my i need an assistant <laughs> you know Is that, that's, <laughs> right yeah you got you've got to keep track of the, the partners that you've been talking to and also the ones that you are already working with that you've you've made a deal with like i'll promote this 
webinar of yours on mm-hmm. such and such a day and then they promote you like you've got to have that on calendars and all that because you don't want to be in a situation where you're trying to promote two or three different people the same day that's just way too much exactly yes yeah. for sure so i have my little crm it's like a um it's a spreadsheet really it's a, and you just keep track with different pages of these are my people that i'm going to do this with and you just that can help you keep track of what you're doing and who you're talking to that's the, also true for linkedin uh, you end up talking to so many pe- different people on linkedin you really have to keep track of who you're talking to one time i um wasn't doing this, keeping track of people. So uh, I started talking to someone and I, I was talking about something else that I had talked to another person. And then the person was saying, what, <laughs> what are you doing? So that's when I said, I have to start keeping track of this. This is too embarrassing, <laughs> too embarrassing talking about something else that I was, had been talking to another person. I would love to spend a few minutes talking about LinkedIn. Cause I know that's a, I have more leads on LinkedIn than I have on Facebook and yet I'm not really utilizing it. Like I should, um, what are some strategies that you would recommend to like start to tap into your, you know, your leads there or your, I don't know, potential partners in LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. So let's see. Some people think that having a lead LinkedIn account isn't really for them because their people, their client, potential clients aren't there, which could be true, but your your potential partners are there so you want to be able to be be present have a good profile have it all set up speaking directly to the people that you might um who might read your profile Uh, and the other reason to have a good linkedin profile is there's also a public profile so that means anybody who's not even on linkedin can can look they'll, they'll google your name like say somebody wants to thinking about hiring you so they'll google your name to check you out and then your linkedin link will be there so even though they're not on linkedin they're going to still be able to see it because they're going to be you know checking you out so it needs to really speak to whoever it is that you're working with and also to your collaboration partners so they can see what you actually do um, and, and how you're doing it so, but the one, one of the first things I have people do is to take your list of your first connections. You know, the first connections are the people that you connect with back and forth, just you and the other person connected with each other. Second level is your, um, your first connections, first connections. So it kind of goes that way. But so what you want to do is to go to your, um, there's a way to download your list. Um, LinkedIn lets you download a spreadsheet of all of your the people that you have in your first connection so what you want to do is go through all the names and decide if they are if they align with what it is that you're doing in your um, in your business because if you're if you've got friends and people who aren't really like connected with what it is that you're doing um, then the algorithm algorithm is going to notice that like when you post content in the newsfeed and so not that many people are responding because you've got all these unrelated people on there uh, linkedin's going to think hmm this content isn't that good so i'm not going to show it to <laughs> show it to that many people oh, so, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so if you have a, a a list of people just hodgepodge just anybody that's on your list mm. just you have to purge and you have to disconnect from the people who aren't aligned with what you're doing so the algorithm will be much more friendly to you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just sitting here thinking wow probably half of those need to go <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> 
So you, you just highlight the people that you want to like disconnect with on the spreadsheet so you can keep track of, okay, so, all right, all right, I'm going to get rid of this person. I felt really bad when I had to do it to my mom, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom, nothing personal. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> Right. Oh <laughs> That's my so gosh. funny. It's uh, only business, right? It's just business. It's business. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Yeah, I so. never thought of that with LinkedIn. So this is really interesting. Like I said, I know nothing. I just I just like connect with whoever, you know, people want to connect with me. I'm like, sure, we're not. So interesting. Good information. Like a lot of people in my connections, like I can tell a lot of people reach out to me because they want to sell me something. Um, and then sometimes I just try to decide whether I want to accept their connection or not. So, cause I look at their profile to see, could this be somebody I could maybe collaborate with? So when I reach, when I reach out back out to them and it turns out they're just out to like sell me something, I said, never mind. <laughs> it's not even a relationship yet. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot on LinkedIn. I've noticed and it's really annoying. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of, that, that's. I'll connect to someone the very next second. You know, I've got a message from them. Hey, you want to sign up for my program? I'm like, I don't even know. You. No. Yeah, that's why you have to be kind of slowish in your communication with people. There, just sort of get to know them, ask them questions. How can I support you? What's what are you up to? Kind of thing. So. That's how you right. get those people are more, much more uh, willing to stay, stay with you when you do that. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I have noticed a few of those too, you know, that are just kind of trying to strike up a conversation and, you know, and I'll be more likely to respond to them, but, mm -hmm. but this is really helpful because I haven't really had a LinkedIn strategy and I know there's a lot of gold there, a lot of potential there. So there is, it's, it's a definite gold mine there. Yes, I need to mine it. <laughs> so there's always stuff to learn, right? We can always learn and grow. <laughs> that is true, for sure. So tell us a little, I know this program is starting, well, have already started by the time this episode airs, but mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your Ultimate Collaboration Academy, because maybe the people listening when this airs can catch it next time around. Oh, true. So basically it is um, geared around the whole leads max leads formula because like you know how you were talking about the l and leads just it could be a whole program so that, right. that's pretty much <laughs> that's what they we, we go through the, all of those steps and we also linkedin since i'm a linkedin specialist that's one of the main things that we work on at the beginning like the first two months of it every other week we go through and just help people optimize their profile make it look really great for their, whoever it is that they want to attract, make sure their um, their banner and their headshot looks good. And so it's all, all of the necessities that you need for your LinkedIn profile to look great and also how to start a messaging campaign. I have some templates that have um, little scripts with what you can say to some to some people, just some ideas how you can say it so it's not you're gonna not going to be pushy or salesy sounding. Um, it's just some scripts that I have developed through the years that has been really helpful and people respond back to them. So that's the main thing is to message people as soon as you connect with them. Like, you don't, you connect and then that's it. That's what a lot of people do. But as soon as they accept your connection or um, you end up being connected, you immediately send a, a note saying, thanks for the connection. I look forward to be connecting further thanks or something like that with no agenda, no 
uh, sales pitch or anything like that. Just acknowledging them that, that the two of you connected and then hope that we can connect further. So that's one of the things that you can do first. And that's how we, that's how you build the, the database or the, um, your connections is just to reach out to, oh, and you have to search as well. I'll show them how to search for people in their um, target market. That is really um, amazing because what you do, once you find a search, like you search for, let's say teachers you want to look for, um, you put teachers in the search bar um, and then press people. And then you'll see like, thousands of people that fall under that criteria because they put that in their their profile and so you save the you save the link in a browser and put it in a like a spreadsheet so you always have that link that you can go back to um let's say you, you reached out to like the there's 10 people per page so let's say you go you do three pages in one day so that's 30 people and then the crm that i have has a place where uh, you can put the page number that you the next page number that you would want to um, start with let's say so you would put page four because that you, if you did three pages then you do page four so then you put that link back in there go to page four and just continue on you can have one search for many weeks, many, many weeks, as long as they fit the criteria that you want. I must have like 10 or 20 different searches because they're just 10 or 20 types of people, wow. <laughs> like music therapists, psychotherapists, or th things like that. So it keeps you busy. Yes. Well, it takes a lot of time. I'm just sitting here thinking, I need an assistant just to do that. But that sounds like a phenomenal program. And I haven't heard of anybody, you know, with quite that program before. So I know you'll do well. And oh, cool. I know there are other, you know, the JVIC, they have a really a big program, right? The helping people collaborate. Um, right. I think mine is a little bit different just because the structure, the how you start off and you can start with different platforms that you want to like if you, you feel feel like you don't want to do a podcast right now you're feeling a little shy about it then you can just start something else that is a little bit more aligned to you and then you can move up to doing podcasts <laughs> kind of thing um it's not like you don't have to be jv ready like they like they were talking about it, this is all about you and your personality and connecting with people basically i love that so i think probably a lot of women listening to this would, would want to take advantage of that um, and connect with you. And we will have all your links in the show notes so that they can find okay. out more. Yeah. So what's, I know you have a freebie for my audience. What's that all about? Oh, yes. Uh, it's the seven step power referral system. And so it's seven steps on how to attract reciprocal referral partners. The first step is to decide what industries match yours and then decide the people in the industries that you know that are in those industries um, then you start from there and then you you set up your the um, interview so there's like seven seven steps that you follow the last one is repeat and rinse rinse and repeat <laughs> yes love it i will put that in the um show notes so they can just click on it there and get that free I might get it too. That sounds, you know, really, I've been sitting here thinking I should be in your program actually. <laughs> but, so I'll have to talk about that later. That sounds so fabulous. Yeah. You offer so much and you have, it's all really helpful for that part of your business that a lot of women don't know 
how do I even, you know, start this thing and to have somebody take you step-by-step step by the hand and with acronyms mm -hmm. that you can remember and just the system, it's always so much nicer to have like some kind of a system to follow and right, right. show you like the whole thing with the LinkedIn, that in itself is huge. Mm -hmm. So many people aren't, um, LinkedIn isn't their main source of, you know, social media platform. So uh, I like helping people discover how LinkedIn can really be powerful for their business. Absolutely. And it's been on my to-do list for forever to learn more about LinkedIn. So this has been a great conversation for me. <laughs> great. So, yeah. So well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing all your wonderful pearls of wisdom. And <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. So, so I just want to say, you know, women out there, definitely those of you that are listening and that this relates to you, just grab that freebie and go check out what Wendy's doing. You might want to enroll in that program next time she launches it, or just reach out to her and, and see how the two of you can collaborate and work together. Sounds great. Before we go, I always like to ask if I remember, I don't always remember, but I'd like to ask my guests what emerging fearlessly, the name of this podcast is women emerging fearlessly. What does that mean to you? And where have you like overcome something to really emerge? Because I feel like women really uh, get inspired when they hear other women that have overcome some of the same obstacles they're facing and, and they can look at you and say, well, she did it. Well, then maybe I could do it too. Because that helped me a lot when I, before I started my business, I looked at women that were over 50 because I, thought, well, you know, am I too old kind of a thing? And I, so I started looking at all these women that started things in their fifties and sixties and even seventies. And I was like, wow, if they did it, I can do it too. So, so I like to um, bring that in too. Like, what did you do to emerge fearlessly to go after your dream and your passion? So growing up, you know, I played clarinet for most of my life. And so I had this sort of crutch like I I can play my clarinet in front of thousands of people and then when I got into the coaching um, industry I had to take my clarinet away and start talking like to people and that was totally <laughs> I was really scared and nervous <laughs> and that was a big yeah. a big adjustment because because of the clarinet not being there I was making music and people were listening to my music but now people had to start listening to my words. And so that going through the coach coaching program that I went through really started with me being able to just effortlessly just come out and just start talking to people, just giving people my, my thoughts and my, my insights and things. And so we, we actually had programs that we had to go do. We had to like speak in front of other groups. It was just petrifying for me. <laughs> and then just doing it over and over just helped me realize that, you know, some of the things that I'm talking about, people don't really know about. And, and people were actually getting some value out of what it was I was saying. And so I think that's what the main reason was, because people, I've just figured everybody knew what I knew, but turns out not everyone knows what I know. <laughs> That's such a common thought. It's so interesting. Right. So once I started thinking about that and thinking, oh, I'm going to be actually teaching some people things that, that I know and they don't. <laughs> so that's sort of what helped me become a less fearful to just be, speak out. And I'm still working on it too, but I've come a long way from it for sure. And that's 
Huge. Like you're right now advertising for my course, because that's what we do. We, we have the practice speaking and forming the words and speaking them out. And the pr- more you practice it and the more you get used to hearing yourself talk mm-hmm. and sharing your ideas and your opinions and what you're thinking. And then you start to see, oh, it has value. And that just boosts your confidence, you know, to do it some right, more. Exactly. I didn't realize that about my clarinet. I thought, oh, I could, yeah, I could do this. And once I put my clarinet away, I said, wait, I don't have my blanket or my security blanket anymore. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like this crutch, like me and the piano. Like if I'm beyond, behind the piano and just playing music, I'm good. But then I had to come out from behind that and start talking and teaching. And I love that you brought out the thought that, you know, well, I think that everybody knows what I know. So what could I bring of value? But that's not true. You have your own perspective, your experiences, your knowledge, like what you've learned is different from mine. It could be the same topic, but you could have a different perspective, right? right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it can teach it can, and it can help people. Yeah, different different insights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's very enlightening and it can really boost your confidence when you really realize that, oh my gosh, I have, it's that credibility. Like I have something of value not everybody knows and people want it. So Mm -hmm. let me, and if people do know it, like you said, it's just a different perspective on it. Nobody has your perspective Mm -hmm. on things like, you know, writing a book is one of one great example. People get stuck, you know, they want to write a book, but then they feel like I I went through the same thing. Like this has all been said before, you know, what do I have? That's in any, right. But it Mm -hmm. is different because nobody thinks like I do. Nobody has the experiences that I've had and, Correct. Then yeah. it come through you and then it's it's different and people will mm-hmm. like it you know not everybody maybe but it's not for mm-hmm. everyone so it's not for everyone right well if you had to leave our audience with the one uh, word of wisdom what would it be i know i put you on the spot there <laughs> oh gosh i would say shoot for the stars and just go for your dreams and don't give up and get someone to help you to get there as well love it yes Great pearls of wisdom. Well, thank you again, Wendy, for coming. This has been great fun. Yeah, thank you for great conversation. Yeah, awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And as usual, until next time, go out there and be confident, be real, and be you. I hope you enjoyed that episode and got a lot out of it that will help you on your journey to becoming fearlessly confident. If you would like to know how to work with me to help you to become fearlessly confident, just email me, Janelle, at EmergingLifeCoaching.com. You can also go to my website. There's lots of great resources on there, including a free mini course called Be Confident, Be Real, Be You. It's a three-video course with downloadable action guides that will definitely help you to get on this journey to becoming fearlessly confident. My website is EmergingLifeCoaching.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be fearless, be confident, and be you.